Joining me today, Daniel McManaman out in New Jersey. Thank you, sir, for making time in your day to do this. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for uh, having me. So Daniel is a renovation loan specialist here at Movement Mortgage. I reached out to Daniel because he's one of the best in the business, one of the top producers at our company, uh, someone that I look up to in regards to renovation loan. I always try and stay in my lane. I'm really big on protecting my reputation. I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. And so, you know, there's a little bit of fear of the unknown. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And renovation loans is a different animal. And so throughout my 15 plus year career, I have not fully embraced renovation loans, sometimes because I was working at a company that didn't offer the product. Uh, and sometimes while working at a company that offers the product, uh, I just don't feel confident as an expert to really, truly deliver, you know, a high level of service, red carpet, white glove service is my standard. And if I can't hit the pinnacle of service, I just don't want to do it. And so I just respectfully bow out. So it's been really great for me to get to know you, Daniel. You've been a, a tremendous asset to my team. Uh, I really see you as an extension of my team. And it's great to just have you as a resource, have you in our tool belt. And now I feel confident out in the marketplace, marketing myself, my team as renovation loan specialists. And when you're needed, you know, you're just a text message or an email or a phone call away. So friend of yours is a friend of mine. You know, my team is your team and vice yep. versa. And I think we're better together. And so that's really the tone of, of the, uh, the chat today. So thanks again for joining us. Not a problem. It's my pleasure. And, uh, you know, I get excited when I get to an opportunity to speak to somebody who wants to embrace the product and I can help you grow your business and, and get over that fear of of embracing 100%. something new okay teach 100%. we're going to teach an old dog new tricks today <laughs> i love it i love it yep i mean it, there's no such thing as having too many tools in your nope. tool belt and when there's a shift in the market and uh you know business is a little more challenging right got to get more creative got to think outside the box there's got to be a larger scope for handling today's clientele. Um, there's a tremendous opportunity in the marketplace, I believe, with renovation lending. And so let's kick this off with, you know, tell me who are the industry professionals, who are the service providers that can capitalize and benefit from renovation lending? I mean, uh, I've always in my business, when I got into doing renovation loans nine years ago, um, I was going after first people I was uh, going after to try to get business from our contractors and builders, right? Because they're, they're speaking to customers that want to do some big scale projects and, you know, not everybody has, no, not today that people do have the money, but um, they didn't have the money to do these big projects. Right. So that was always a big architects, uh, high-end kitchen and bath people. And then obviously our real estate partners, right. Um, to back then when I first got into it, the big piece renovation loans were used for were our REO, our foreclosure properties, right? Uh, wasn't that, you know, every house thing. So that was the biggest, that was that kind of like one little area that everybody kind of channeled renovation loans towards. So. Yep. Yep. I mean, isn't it true that, you know, the, the two challenges I see facing builders specifically are there's a lack of, land, like land is hard to come by, yeah. uh, especially the more Metro you get in mm -hmm. geography, you know, there's no more land, right? I, I live like, in New Jersey. You don't have to tell me, it's, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. You guys are living on top of each other. Yeah. Right? In Jersey, right? So, uh, renovation loans are tremendously valuable for facelifts of yeah. already existing properties, right? Right? Whether that's changing the uh, the inside of a structure, or if you're trying to add square footage, maybe mm -hmm. you're going above and beyond. You're working with the you know local municipality or the county to get proper permitting so that you can add square footage. Um, you know, renovation loans can solve for this. And any builder that is struggling to identify empty land to build a custom construction home ground up, you know, this is just another pillar. This can be another pillar 
to yep. their business, right? hundred percent. I mean, most of, most of my business on renovation loans are current homeowners and they're doing exactly that. They might have like a ranch style home and they're going to do what we call at a level. So now they're increasing the square footage there because that's easier to just go up than it is necessarily go out. And so a lot of contractors I work with, you know, they love that opportunity to be, and it's become very popular in the last couple of years because so we know that the housing shortage, a lot of clients were just saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to stay put and just make this addition and it becoming kind of their forever for their forever home. That's right. That's right. And I think a lot of homeowners are facing this challenge of like, well, where am I going to live? Um, if I, if, if we're, if, if the goal is to move to a different home mm -hmm. and the market is still competitive, even though there's been a shift, it's still a competitive market, 100%. right? And sellers are often looking at buyers that don't need to sell a home before buying their home. Right. And they're looking for the path of least resistance. And so I think that the struggle for someone that already owns a home is how am I going to go and purchase this new home when I have hundreds of thousands of dollars of equity available in my current home? I can't tap that. How do I get from A to B? I don't necessarily want to use a bridge loan. It might be too expensive. Um, maybe I don't have the debt to income ratio that allows me to qualify for my already existing first mortgage plus a home equity loan, plus a new first mortgage on the home that I want to buy. That's three total loans. How am I going to get my family from our current place to a new place? And there are certain people that choose to throw in the towel and say, our solution is not buying a new home. Our solution is going to be refurbishing, renovating, improving our current home, right? And so that's where the renovation loan comes into play for someone that's an already, uh, already a homeowner. And this is an outside the box way of adding square footage or modernizing your home, giving yourself a brand new home in a sense, a, a new home, even though it's the exact same bones, same location that maybe you've been living in for the past decade or two. Right. I mean, um, I'm the expert in renovation loans, as you said, uh, but it sounds like, you know, I got competition with you. <laughs> you, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you say it's exactly how I would say it. And when I yeah. have customers that come to me, especially like in this current market where maybe some people have refinanced recently because interest rates drop. And I try saying to them, don't worry about the interest rate. You know, let's look at what you're going to be able to have. And if you try to replicate that on the open market, doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're in New Jersey. It doesn't matter if you're in San Diego. It doesn't matter if you're in, you know, the center of the country, right? That's right. To replicate what you're going to have by doing this refinance renovation loan, you're going to be spending $50,000, $7,500,000 more on the open market if you try to sell and buy that's it's just stressful too thinking about selling Absolutely. and buying and timing it up correctly like you said Absolutely. so once you have that conversation a lot of customers they just like to stay put plus there's a lot of customers think you know like i'm 44 years old i have a five and an eight year old a lot of that clientele that are saying hey we can stay put we don't need to move the kids from the neighborhood we don't need to move the kids from the school district everything like that we yep. can just do this big renovation and, you know, it's a lot of people just that's they rather that solution 100%. than maybe selling. But in the real estate agent arena, it's another great resource because, like you said, I, I feel the market isn't a buyer's market. It's not a seller's market. It's a property situational market where now we have these borrowers that are, are willing to, we have sellers that are willing to accept offers with renovation loans now because they're saying, Hey, we're, you, we'll let you do the home inspection. And if something comes up, then what's your solution? Cause we're not going to fix it, but you know, you're going to do maybe a renovation loan. They'll entertain it. I got a deal contract that came in last night. The home is it. The house is fine but it's not like it's, it's you're like everything, but they're going to redo the kitchens and the bathrooms and everything. 
there's a perfect opportunity for the renovation loan as that to it. So it's not that, you know, what many people think in the industry is that bank owned foreclosure property that is mold infested and should probably be knocked down. They can, you can move your family into it. It's just, it's outdated. It's maybe ugly. Well, let's do a renovation loan and make it well, the way you want it to be. Yeah. And that buyer our borrower is getting probably even a better deal by willing to buy it and do the renovation loan. And the sellers are know that their house isn't that beautiful move in ready. So they have that opportunity where they have now a pool of clients, a pool of buyers that are willing to look at their house where maybe a year or two years ago, they weren't willing to look at the house. Yep. Absolutely. I sat with a real estate agent in January, 2020, um, a good friend of mine. And he said to me, he goes, you know, your that renovation loan product is going to be really, really popular in the future. And I'm like, why well, you say that, Sean? He goes, there's going to be a lot of baby boomers. They're going to be selling their house. And let's think of what the baby boomers homes look like. They got really strong bones, but maybe they have carpeting. They have the Formica countertop and those homes are going to hit the market. It's going to be a huge opportunity for you. I'm like, yep. let's make yep. it rain. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked to several, you know, wannabe home buyers over the last six to 12 months that don't know how they're going to go from the current home they own into a new home. Mm -hmm. They're specifically looking at new construction and what you and I both know about new construction is lots of inflation, uh, the cost of goods, the materials, the lumber, the metal, um, the trades people are, are spread too thin and yep. hard to come mm -hmm. by. Uh, labor costs have increased. And uh -huh. so all, all across the board, whether it be the materials or whether it be the labor, all of those costs are sky high. It's as high as it's ever been, really. And so the cost of purchasing new construction is a challenge can be yeah. a challenge. And yeah. if you already own a home and you can give it that facelift or add some square footage, go through the permit process, the beauty of going through the renovation process is it can be far less stressful than the logistics of selling a home, buying another home, transactional costs as the seller of a home, transactional costs involved with buying a home. And if you're going to buy a new home and secure a brand new mortgage, you're going to get today's market rates on that new construction home purchase. So you can't really use that as an excuse as to why you don't want to move forward with a renovation loan. Because if you're trying to plead a case that I don't want to do a renovation loan because I'm going to be subject to current market interest rates, and those are significantly higher than what I have on my already existing loan, I don't want to touch my already existing loan. Well, I hear you, but if you sell this house and buy a new home today <laughs> yep. and you get a new mortgage, you're going to have a new mortgage at uh, today's rates. Yep. So I, I, pick your poison. You exactly. Know? It's like, I, and I say that all the time. So when, so when people come to me, right, loan officers like yourself come to me and they say, well, like, how do you, when I have a conversation with a customer, you know, I'm first saying like, all right, what's the scope of the work you're looking to do, taking notes on that. So I can get an idea of, you know, cause I've done enough of these. I kind of understand and I did a renovation loan myself. I understand what, you know, costs should be for stuff, right? You know, it's kind of pre-qualifying a customer in my head. And though I say, okay, well, you know, do you have a target payment that you like to be around at the end of the day? What do you think the house is going to praise for? We go through and then check off value is going to be there. Check off. Yep. We can do the payment, check off everything and say, yeah, we can make this happen. Like this is what your payment's going to look like based upon this is kind of how I'm determining your new loan amount and everything like that. And we're like, wow, that's awesome. Like, all right, great. I'm like, you know, like, well, by the way, what's, what's the interest rate? I, I don't know. It's like 12%. Like what? I'm like, no, no, the interest rate actually in today's market is the same. Like as a, I was talking to that customer last night, the renovation loan rate is the same as a non-renovation loan rate right now. Bingo. Typically, it used to be about anywhere from like a quarter to a half a point higher. But I'm like, well, it's always going to be because it's like there's a risk to the loan 
for the lender, you know, because maybe your house is going to be under construction. So there's, there's a little bit of risk, but right now it's the same. So like you said, Jeff, if you sell and you go buy that rate that you have, you can say goodbye to it. And now you have the new rate. And again, it goes back to what I said is your payment's going to be higher because you're not comparing apples to apples. Because if you try to replicate what you're going to have by doing the refinance renovation loan on the open market and finding that house that's true move-in ready, you're spending 50 to 100,000 probably more which could equate to 300 to 600,000 six, 300 to 600 dollars more a month in payment. Absolutely. So Absolutely. You know, so builders, you know, I I found right now especially with builders when I have the conversation with builders and contractors and say, "Look, hey man, I'm not trying to tell you to reinvent your whole business model, but if I can help you capture 10 to 15% more business, and maybe that's two or three more deals, or maybe that's taking that kitchen remodel project to a kitchen, a bathroom remodel, maybe an extension. Maybe they're doing a deck now off the kitchen with the big sliding doors and stuff, because that's what the customer really wants, because you're offering the financing to them. Yep. Why wouldn't you want to do that? And- yep. The customer might have cash, but by us financing it, and then we have like, you know, some security money, the contingency money. Right. They also still have their cash, which is helping protect you in this market of up and down, up and down in prices of materials. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? Yep. Three, four, five years ago, that was a difficult conversation to have. Right now, it's a very easy conversation to have with contractors and builders as, hey, I'm just another extension. Like you said, I'm an extension of your team, you and Travis, right, to help you capture more business. I'm that same extension with contractors and builders. Not every deal is going to be that. There might be some deals where customers are like, nope, I'm, I'm going to use my cash. Okay, great. But yep. more times than not, when I get in front of that customer, I start talking about it, they want to do the, they want to do the financing. One of my favorite sayings is birds of a feather flock together. And so mm -hmm. what you're touching on is, is we're better together. We're talking about collaboration, strategy, value add, value proposition. What do we bring to the table? Not just individually, but collectively as a group. Yep. So tell me who are the people that make up this ecosystem, this winning formula for the consumer public to take advantage of who are the key players in the renovation loan ecosystem, builders, real estate agents, who am I leaving out and touch on why each of these people play a role in this? Um, I mean, leaving out, well, it all depends upon this scenario, right? So I think, when we talk on the purchase side, let's talk about purchase with renovation loans, right? So Perfect. I I have a you know very close relationship with a couple of what's called HUD consultants, which those are um, inspectors that have been certified by HUD to you know evaluate properties, similar to like a home inspector, right? Where they you know know that I can get deals done. They help me with getting business. I have a um, uh, a beer and a burger appointment with another hug consultant tomorrow, building my web hug consultants there. That's a great resource. A great resource for real estate agents is to become partners with HUD consultants because when they're going out to properties, most of the HUD consultants are home inspectors. They'll know what we call minimum property standards. So they'll be able to go evaluate a property as a home inspector and be able to say like, hold on a second, this property is probably not going to pass a traditional appraisal because we might have some issues here. Have you spoken with the borrower about maybe doing a renovation, right? So architects, architects are a different beast. They're difficult to crack that egg, but the architects that get it, that they connect the, the they're the top of the, of the pyramid and underneath them are the loan officer and the builder, okay? They're good people because a lot of times clients will go to an architect first from a referral and start talking about project. Those architects that I work with, 
they're bringing me right into the beginning before they even start drawing anything before they even start doing measurements, they start talking about a budget and then they can design to the budget. That's why I always say to a client, it's really important to work with the builder or the contractors architect too, because we can all work as a team. Like you say, birds of a flock, feather flock together, right? We're working as a team to achieve that ultimate goal of the client of getting what they want around the budget. So I mean, other than that, I can't think of any other more important people right off the, the surface to help us. Yeah. So the key players that we touched on that can benefit from renovation, lending builders, architects, real estate agents, and then sourcing this type of business, whether it's going to be for the purchase of a home that needs that facelift or whether it's an already existing home and a homeowner that just wants to stay put, um, the tradespeople uh, and HUD consultants mm -hmm. are and inspectors are yep. all a great resource for being tipped off. Whether you're a real estate agent or a loan officer, you can really get inside tracks to potential business from those folks. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Most of us in the industry have heard of FHA 203Ks. Mm -hmm. What is the difference between a limited 203K and a standard 203K? So a limited 203K is basically the loan for the customer that's just going in. And maybe there's just some like minor health or safety issues. Maybe there's, you know, lead-based pain, or maybe there's some broken windows or some flooring issues, nothing structural, right? Because if it's once it becomes a structural concern, then it becomes a standard or a full 203K. So just kind of that, you know, putting some lipstick, fi fixing some like minor issues within the house. Some of those, typically what might come up, minor issues in a home inspection. Hey, you know what? We're just going to do it. We'll fix them ourselves and we'll do a limited 203K. The full 203K or the standard 203K is more the bigger projects, the additions, the kitchens, the bathrooms. Maybe there's some structural issues. That's where that is, you know, coming into play. With the, the full 203K, the standard 203K, a HUD console is mandatory to be involved in the transaction we're limited, it's just the homeowner and the contractor, right? And on the full 203K, you do have the contractor as well, but you don't have to have the HUD consultant. Got it, got it. Hey, AJ, what's up with the internet? I, I'm not sure, I'm not on the Wi-Fi. Um, Dan, Dan, I don't know why we're starting- It's, to, a, it's a little skippy and I, I don't think it's, it's you. <laughs> But I just to ask, um, I mean, do you, you have you're not seeing any skipping on your side from from Jeff? Are you able to understand him, or are we cutting out? Or is there any skippiness coming from me when I'm talking, Daniel? A couple times I have noticed where it seems like it's freezing and it, comes right back in. It just flashed on the screen. I don't. You weren't it's probably looking. No, no, no. It what a, mm. a message up above me and Daniel came on the screen saying our internet meaning yours and mine here in pasadena our internet is unstable okay let's um you know what we'll do in the future let's keep going with this i'll go we're gonna have to go hardwired in the future and I'll, that's fine okay um, it's just a matter of getting the ethernet cable and an adapter okay um i okay. probably be able to make it out without having <clears throat> okay but, okay but, i mean we're still good if, we, if um i mean i'm listening i'm catching these little things but no, we're just going to keep going. I just like, if you want to, if you want to jot down the time that it is right now in the recording, like this is stuff that needs to get cut out, but I just wanted to say something. So, um, Daniel, I think there's a lot of like, there's really good substance in what we've chatted about. Mm -hmm. I realize that we're already at like the 45 minute mark into 11 o'clock and I haven't even really like gone through your questions. Yeah. So let's, um, I am, we're going to finish what we were talking about between limited and standard 203k. And then I'm going to go into your eight questions. I'll probably ask you about VA renovation, 
actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to ask you about VA renovation briefly right after we touch on 203k versus Fannie Mae home style. So we're keeping with like the, the rhythm of different mm-hmm. products and programs yep. and the agents that back them. Right. And we'll just go through these questions and then try and get to a place where hopefully, you know, within five or 10 minutes after noon, we're done. All right. Sure. Whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I I'm, I'm good. So I know you're good. I'm actually, you know, who Terry Barrett, you know, who Terry Barrett is. Have you no. met Terry yet? No, he came mm-hmm. over from like 25 years at Wells Fargo or something. And he's like a builder guy, like new construction uh-huh. guy. AJ and I are doing this same thing with him at oh, one cool. o'clock. Cool. We got to okay. eat, eat some lunch or something before <laughs> I'm going to pass out. I haven't eaten anything <laughs> all day. Um, okay. So we're ready to dive in. We're good. Okay. We're good. Um, Daniel, is there a dollar limit to a limited 203K versus a standard 203K where it's a mandatory crossover to like, you got to go full boat 203K if you have that scope of work? Yes. Yeah, so, so on the limited 203K, You'll you can see out there on the internet, it'll say like thirty five thousand. That's really the total cost of renovations, which is contractor's estimate, the contingency fund, plus some of the renovation loan management fees can exceed thirty five thousand. Okay, once it goes over that, then it has to become a standard two hundred three k. Typically, that's because there's bigger projects that are being done. Okay, got it. So. As far as, is there a limit on the standard as far as the size of the work? No, you could buy a house for, you know, $200,000 and put a half a million into it. That's perfectly fine. Mm. It just all boils down to loan to value ratio. Yeah, that's exactly. And probably value of the as completed project. And your sanity, if you, my example, if you're going to do a half a million on a $200,000 house. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So. That's right. So we know 203Ks are backed by the Federal Housing Administration, right? Mm-hmm. These are FHA loans. And we know that Fannie Mae offers Fannie Mae Homestyle renovation. What is the difference between these two programs? Why would a borrower be drawn to one renovation loan versus the other? Okay. So on the... FHA, it's owner-occupied. One unit up to four units, okay? So you see a lot of like the investors and young kids house hacking there. So they're trying to use the 203K to buy a house, multi-unit property. So that's kind of right there, right? So owner-occupied. The home style, Fannie Mae's home style, it's for, you can do one to four units, okay? But your down payment is higher, uh, once you get to two, three, and four units, but you also can do it for single unit second homes and single unit investment properties. So mm. out here in New Jersey, I've worked with clients that are buying second homes down at the Jersey Shore. They're vacation homes. You know, you might out in California, second home too. Maybe it's out in the mountains or it's down at the beach. They can utilize the renovation loan. I spoke to an agent the other day, actually yesterday. She's looking to buy a house and do a massive renovation loan to it. It's going to be a second home. Okay. So we can, we can do that. The FHA, you can't. So. Got it. Got it. So keeping the rhythm of different loan products backed by different entities. I know VA has a renovation loan and that's something that we do. Not every lender offers that product, but uh, tell me about the VA renovation loan. What should we know about that particular product? So the VA renovation loan is very similar. Like for us here at Movement Mortgage, is very similar to the limited 203K, right? It's health and safety issues. Um, if a customer needs to do something with permits, we require that they have the permits prior to closing, okay? But it's, it gives that our, you know, the most value, in my opinion, most value customers out there are veterans, our active military men and women, gives them that opportunity to buy a home that maybe needs a little bit of TLC and be able to finance those costs of repairs into their mortgage too. Um, it's just, it, to me, it's a great, it's a great product. I'm very, very happy, very honored that we're able to offer that here movement for our military. Is there a substantial difference in interest rate for the VA 
homeowner no. or home buyer if they're no. doing a renovation? No, loan versus no, it's, it's, it's just... pretty, it's pretty in line. It's pretty in line. Okay. So. Good to know. Um, can any contractor do the work when yes. dealing yes. with so the, the, the biggest, the biggest myth buster, right? The big, I mean, like the myth buster, the biggest thing that always comes up is, Oh, um, I need, you know, they have to be a two or three K contractor. There's no such thing. I mentioned earlier that HUD has a, a way for these HUD consultants to be endorsed. HUD's not endorsing any contractors. Fannie Mae's not endorsing any contractors. Us as lenders, we're going to do our own background check on contractors. We're calling the references, we're calling their suppliers, we're checking their license, we're checking their insurance. You know, we, we, we need to make sure that they have probably a lead-based paint certification, especially when they're doing home work on homes prior to 1978. So any contractor can do as long as they're licensed and insured, they can do the project. Got it. Can you throw the specific documentation? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but what are the items so that any builder that is seeing this is, is prepared to provide this documentation to a lender? What are the items that they need to be forthcoming with? So, it, you know, we, we need their insurance certificate and depending upon where they are in the country and depending upon even the size of the work, because I know there's certain areas in the country depends upon the size of the work, if they need to even furnish a license. Right. Uh, but when you see their license, okay. We don't need to see any of their subcontractors license. We need to see their license if it is applicable. Uh, and then there's a two page form. It's kind of just a little, give us your information about your, you know, your license name, you know, your company's name, we ask for like five references, where are they buying their supplies from? It really, it takes all of about five, 10 minutes to fill out the paperwork. And, you know, that, that's it, you know, and then, then we get into the estimate and, you know, what we want the estimate to look like, but that's a whole, you know, different, different conversation. It's not a lot of paperwork. Can, a lot of contractors think it is, and it's really not, it's really not a lot of paperwork. So, right. Right. Absolutely. And I want to drive that point home because I've, I've heard this and I've, I've faced this resistance from, from contractors and builders that uh, they want to steer clear of renovation loans because they think it's going to be super invasive and super time consuming to provide the paperwork and the information to us. And it's really nothing more than 10 or 15 minutes worth of work. Right. And yeah. So their concern, their concern more goes with like the, the detail that we ask for in the bid, right? So, and I spoke to speak to a customer about that and say, Hey, you're having some, you know, potentially stranger coming to your house and they're going to do these massive, don't you want to know what's happening? Um, I found an article actually posted out on my own um, Facebook page today about, you know, some of the, the things that people don't realize in new construction that aren't included in new construction um, I personally will go through the estimate with the customer and highlight, you know, what I see missing in the bid, right? Um, that's why I also a lot of times partner with a HUD consultant because a HUD consultant is a very good resource to kind of help alleviate those pains of the contractor by being able to kind of take their bid that might not be perfect for the lender's point and kind of put it into the format. Um, that we need and saying to the country, Hey, make sure to review it, make sure to go through everything and we're good. You know? So. Yep. Can a homeowner self GC a project, meaning can they act as their own general contractor? No, no. Um, what about the if they have proper licensing and insurance and they themselves are a builder? Are they allowed to do it themselves? No, no. On the 203 K has a very strict rule conflict of interest uh, where the borrower cannot know the contractor or um, prior to the transaction, they can't know the seller. So like uh, this is a hurdle that comes up, especially now where maybe the buyer, the our borrower wants to buy the house that they're renting and do a two or three K. They can't do that. Uh, it's a silly rule uh, that FHA has, uh, but that is a rule. They can't know the contractor right? Uh, prior to the transaction on the home style, that's not a rule. 
Uh, I've had it in the past where the borrower was the wife and the husband was the contractor and Fannie Mae allows that. That they allow that the husband. So I, you know, I jokingly say like, all right, well, you're dating the contractor. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, I joke with the contractor, Hey, you better do a really good job or you might be sleeping on the couch. Um, but you so know, so for- that's not, that's not a hurdle there, but as far as self GC, no, you're not allowed to self GC because there's, there's a lot of concern. We, we have expectations that the project is being finished in a certain period of time. And if you're trying to do your own house, but you're also trying to work on my house and, and Jeff's house and Travis's house, are you really going to have the time to finish your house in the timely manner? The jokes always said the how the contractor's house is never the most beautiful house because they never have time to do the work on their own house. So truth. Yep. I've seen that firsthand. Yep. Um, What's what scope of work can be done with renovation loans? Man, it's easier for me to say what can't be done than what can be done, right? Um, on the home style renovation loan, you can't knock a house down and rebuild it. But in the 203K, you can and build it on that current foundation, mm. right? Uh, on a 203K, you can't add a swimming pool that doesn't exist. But on the home style, you can. So it's just, it's it's really, you can't add the jacuzzi tub onto the deck. You know, like there's, there's some limitations with some luxury items, but as long as the value is there to support the work being done, you can do it. You can do it. It's, it's really, does it make sense to doing the project. Yep. Yep. And I just think what you touched on right here, like those little intricate details of you can do it with this renovation loan, but you can't do it with that renovation loan, having this level of expertise, whether this knowledge is in between my ears or whether I'm leaning into you as a team (laughs) member, even though you're all the way across the country, you know, these guidelines are applicable all across the United States, right? The rules are the same, no matter where you're looking to do this stuff. And, you know, you're a resource to me and we can have answers in, you know, lickety split. And, uh, you know, you cannot take the attitude of, well, a loan is a loan is a loan, you know, and their website says they offer renovation loans. So, you know, why I can just place an order with them. It really does boil down to the people that you're working with, their knowledge, their expertise, their years of experience, um, and also who they have in their tool belt to reach out to as resources. If there are questions that you or I have that need to be answered by someone within our organization, it's not a a one size fits all by any means. It's, it couldn't be further from that. And got to just put your, your trust in experts at renovation lending. Well, and, and, and to piggyback on that, like here at movement mortgage, that's what we have. So we have our entire process in an underwriting team all they're focusing on are renovation loans. So you have, I have my, we have our processors. They're doing either 203K, home style, VA loan. They're not doing that jumbo product that we have or a USDA loan. They're not doing anything like that. They're, they're staying like you, piggyback on what you said, use your own words, staying in your lane. That's yeah. what's great there. I yeah. have, we're very blessed to have great people within our organization that are right there at the drop of a hat, pick up the phone, shoot an email, and they get back to you. I've always tried to pride myself from wherever I worked to be that person for anybody that's reaching out and has a question. I've actually had a friend of mine I worked with before, and she had said to a client one time, yeah, Andrea said that if we didn't get a hold of you, Within 24 hours, it might be a concern because something might have happened to you, right? And I want to make sure, especially if you're going to embrace the renovation loan and you have a question about it, I want to make sure to have that answer to you and be readily available to, to help you out so you feel that confidence that, you know, I'm, you said earlier, I'm on your team. You can go out there and know that the people in the back office, myself as a specialist loan officer, as well as operations, we're all here to help you make sure to look like a superstar that you already are. 
Right. Right. It's a, it's economies of scale, right? Movement mortgage is a nationwide lender. We have loan officers closing business in all 50 States. And because of the amount of volume that we do as a company, it requires departments in each respective mm -hmm. arena so that they do one thing and it do it really, really well, wash, rinse, repeat, so that they just continue to sharpen their tools, yep. get better at what they do and, you know, compound mm -hmm. effect, right? Every day, every week, every month, every year, better, 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 better. And over the course of time, mm -hmm. we just continue to separate from the crowd because we've got the best of the best, the condo yeah. department, the appraisal department, the renovation department. These are all uh, filled with experts in, in these respective fields, and they don't have to touch other file types, other loan types, other uh, property types. It's always renovation. It's renovation all day, every day, right? Yeah. We're a special, we're a special breed in the renovation department. <laughs> Gluttons for punishment. Yeah. I always, I always say I'm the, I'm the mentally unstable loan officer that loves doing renovation loans because there's uh, so many loan officers that just want to stay away from it, but I love it. I love it. Well, so. from, from the bottom of my heart, I'm happy that people like you exist because uh, I need you. I need yeah. you uh, to take on the crazy so that I can keep my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a typical property type? Is there any restriction on property type when it nope. comes to renovation lending? Nope. Every property is a renovation loan. I always talk about, I'm jokingly say I'm not just the president. I'm also a client. I did a renovation loan on the home that my wife and I purchased five years ago. And it wasn't because the house and the condition we talked earlier. It's because my daughter was four months old and my son was three and a half. And the master bedroom was downstairs. So we converted the space above that to be a master suite. So every house can be a renovation loan. You walk into that house. I worked with a colleague, you used to call it the butt loan. You liked everything but. But you don't like the kitchen, you don't like the layout or something like that. We can we can change that so you can stop looking on the on the sales side. You can stop looking and just take that house at 123 Main Street that you love the location, location, location. But you didn't like the bathrooms. You didn't like, like, again, the house that I'm working with this client that came to me yesterday. I mean, they have purple shutters. And they already started mm. talking about the opportunity. <laughs> and that's not an in thing in New Jersey. You know, they already started talking about, is there a product that's out there? Absolutely. And you came to the right person on this transaction, right? And I thought the attorney who referred me to the deal mentioned it to them. They already had, and they're like, no, we haven't even had that conversation. So, Every house is a renovation loan house. Got it. So what does it look like post-closing with the money? You know, how do we get money and proceeds from this renovation loan to the parties that need it, to the tradespeople, to the general contractor? You know, tell me about how the distribution of money after closing one of these loans works. Hey, again, it's a beautiful thing. We have an entire department here piggyback on that conversation, the entire department, our draw specialist department down in Virginia beach. Okay. Uh, or South Carolina, I forget which one, but they, that's all they're doing. They're focusing and they're, we have an escrow. We hold the money. So the, the customer, the contractor doesn't have to worry about, Hey, we closed on the loan and now it's going to somebody else and Daniel or Jeff or whomever they don't have that direct contact. Like I have the direct, we have the direct contact to our draw department because they work for movement mortgage. So they're going to hold on to the money and we have inspections post-closing. We have either the appraiser or the HUD consultant going out and inspecting the work. They're taking some photos. There's some paperwork to sign off. And then we're issuing a check directly to the contractor for that work that has been completed. The other beautiful thing about movement mortgage is once, if there's permits that are needed, once they're giving us the permits, they give us an invoice that says, okay, I need money for this amount of materials. And we'll give 50% of the material costs right up front. So they might say, I need it for windows, lumber, roofing. Okay. 
we check that off in the system. We've already given you money for that. And that helps with the cash flow too for the contractor. So it's another concern contractors have of they feel they need to cash flow it, not here a movement mortgage, not here a movement mortgage. And our draw department, I mean, I say you're extremely responsive. I mean, you're you're a president's club, you're one of our top producers in our company, Jeff. You're very responsive. I'm very responsive. Our draw department, they make us look like slackers. I mean, they're and they're dealing with maybe 150 clients at one time. I know my draw our draw department are just top-notch. They're there to make sure post-closing everything goes smoothly, which is beautiful for you and I because I that. that helps with you know repeat customers and happy contractors too. Speed and communication, speed and communication are two of the pillars in my business. And it's what I preach and what I live daily. And so it's music to my ears to hear that uh, we've got a draw department with our renovation loans and they're all cut from the same cloth. So yep. I'm, and I'm sure the contractors love that too, because they want to get paid and they need money and they, they need money. They need it now. Right. hundred percent. Tell, yep. tell me a typical turnaround. Like if I'm a contractor and I need to put in for a draw with movement mortgage on one of these renovation loans from the time that I initiate my communication with movement, you know, what's a typical turnaround for getting a, a check? Well, so it all depends upon when the inspection happens. Let's, let's talk about it. So a contractor, we, we have a system that we use called built B Y L T like we built a home. Contractor homeowner can go into that, request an inspection, okay, or reach out to the HUD consultant, request an inspection. Depends upon the availability when that inspector can get out there. But let's say the inspector went out today and they released and all the paperwork came through and everything was signed correctly. Typically, that check, from what contractors have told me, that check's going out within 24 to 48 hours. So that contractor is getting the checks very quickly, which is awesome. Yep. Yep. I They're not waiting cool. weeks on end to do it. And again, that's because it's an internal department. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, it's one of the biggest differentiating factors here at movement and why both of us choose to hang our yeah. here, right? Yep. Control, control freaks. But I mean that in a good way, <laughs> control yep. freak quality assurance, right? Yep. So the more things we handle in-house under one roof, we're all working for the same organization. We all have the same mantra of speed, communication, customer service, love and value people, you know, right in our uh, mission statement, right? We exist exactly. to love and value people. Everybody takes that approach to that, to doing their job. And so, you know, it's no, you know, no surprise that contractors, uh, builders, homeowners that are doing these renovation loans, they're all saying these, you know, positive things and have good feedback for us that we care, we care and uh, reputation matters. Right. Yep. hundred percent. Um, is there a certain number of draws? Is there a typical number of draws or a cap to how many draws there are going from beginning to end of, in one of these renovation loans? So the, the cap's five, right. But that doesn't mean that they can't, a contractor post-closing can't request more. Um, it just, it's going to be an additional cost to the customer to pay for that inspection. But let's think about it. If we're doing even a big scale project and they're doing a material, upfront material, that doesn't count as a draw. So in sense, they're really getting six draws. The, most contract, they don't need any more than that. They don't need Got any it. more so yeah and and i get there's only so much money right to go around and so it's not so much about the number of draws it's just you know how many draws is it going to take before the, yeah. the balance is zero right exactly yep. yeah um do you start paying on the mortgage immediately after closing one of these renovation loans and can you finance any payments into the loan yeah so um the mortgage payment's going to start immediately, just like any other mortgage payment. So like if you close on the loan today in August, our first mortgage payment's going to be October 1st. And it's the same way. And the reason why that is, even work might not have been started, 
but there's a layers of risk when doing the, the renovation loan. We're allowing you to finance the cost of repairs that maybe doesn't have the equity position to support it. We're lending on this after improved value. So there, that is why HUD and, and um, Fannie Mae say, well, we want you to start paying immediately. Yes, you can finance the max is six months of mortgage payments into the loan. So we hold on to the contractor's money, contingency money, and then we're going to hold on to those payments too. And we will basically, because we hold on to the mortgage, we're basically paying ourselves on behalf of the customer. Now say the work's not finished and no six payments are made. Oh, well, the customer has to now start making the mortgage payments. So got it. Got you it. Know. These, these maximum of six monthly payments that can be built into the renovation loan, is that product specific? Is this only allowed by Fannie Mae Homestyle, but not FHA? No, you or, can do it. Or... You, you can't do it on the VA reno and you can't do it on the, the limited renovation loan because it is assumed with those two products, the customer's moving basically right in. They're going to be moving in. It should be within before that first mortgage payment's due. Okay. But with the standard and the home style, those are typically projects that are much larger in size. So that's why. But even on the home style, if you're doing a 30,000 scope of work, you could finance a mortgage payment or two. The likelihood that's probably not happening. The reason why they're financing the bigger, the financing the mortgage payments is it's because of the bigger scope. The customer might have to move out. They're going to be moving out of the property, maybe having to rent something or moving in with family or something like that while the work's being done. So they're being displaced from their home. And just just to be clear, there's a maximum of six monthly payments that can be banked into the innovation loan, whether it's a 203k standard or a Fannie Mae home style. And that money is gonna be held in escrow by movement mortgage and payments will be distributed by us to us. We're, we're making the mortgage payment to ourselves because we're the servicer of the loan. And uh, the, the client does not need to step in and make monthly payments until their, their money has been used. 100% correct. Got it. Got yeah. it. And it's up to the client to set the standard of, you know, whether it's three months payments or whether it's six mm -hmm. months payments, all parties know this upfront, clear expectations. And, you know, we're going to execute based on what they laid out for us. Yep. Exactly. Love that. Love that. Well, we're coming to the end of our conversation, you know, send us off into the world with some words of wisdom. You know, what's, uh, what would you like us to know, um, as we wrap up our renovation talk? I, you know, I, we all love to watch HGTV. We love watching property brothers, love her to list it and seeing how that can happen, happen. It can happen. We can make your dreams come true, whether you're a current homeowner, you're a real estate agent trying to sell more homes embrace, fall in love with the renovation loan, just like you do Jonathan and Drew on Property Brothers. We're here to help you. We have a department. Let us help you sell more homes, current homeowners. Let's help you make your current home your dream home. Love it. Love it. Well, I'm embracing the renovation loans. And I'm glad that I've got you on my team. Thanks for joining us today, Daniel. And absolutely hope to uh, do this with you again soon. Absolutely. My pleasure, Jeff. Anytime. All right. Take care. Appreciate Same. you. No, thank you.